0: Welcome to Real 45 with Stefan and Greg Hancock. We vibe out and have real talk, so tune in and check this out. Yeah, today is a new day. Let's seize it now and get high. We talking about our careers, our family, and just life. Yeah, share my story with you. Inspiration like every day. Real 45, we gonna keep it live. I keep episodes on replay. Hey, Real 45. Yeah, Real 45. Show them how we do it, man. Yeah.
1: Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Real 45 podcast and our uh, episode, epic, episode number 18. I have to say epic. Uh, first of all, I just want to say thank you to our good friends from Titans of Dirt. They've been really, really awesome helping us out to, to plug the podcast and push it out there on the media networks. It's been awesome and they're, they're just cool people all around. So be sure to check them out and follow them on Facebook and their social media. We're pretty stoked for them too because they got some really awesome things that are coming out later this year. So we keep talking about it. And from what I'm seeing and hearing, it's going to be pretty cool. So keep your eyes out. Thanks, guys. Stefan, are you on the other end of the, uh, of the microphone or of our, uh, our web meeting here that we're having for the 45 podcast?
2: I sure am. Sitting here in cold Sweden again. <laughs> what do you, what do you, why? why? Why do you need to be so cold? I can't say that. I, I have no
1: idea, but it's freezing. Don't worry. Your wife probably not listening to this. You don't have to say anything that you'd really rather be, you know, sitting over here.
2: <laughs> exactly.
1: So, I can't say I'm freezing, but can you Can you hear the guy with the leaf blower in the background? Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, it's not a snow blower. That's a leaf blower.
2: <laughs> I, He's
1: blowing yeah. the dust and the leaves away, not the, <laughs> not the snow.
2: I, I, th- I thought there was an airplane.
1: Yeah, <laughs> those might be coming too, so... <laughs> it's pretty cool because I like in my my awesome little studio here that I have, which you you've seen it. it's yeah. uh, it's. Uh, I thought I built it with soundproof walls, but it's not actually the case.
2: Also, we need to rebuild it. Then I have uh, a reason to go back. For yeah. for yeah, So Eleanor is. It's okay for her if they just go over and help you, building things.
1: Yeah, I mean it's all it's all part of this great business we've just built here. You know, <laughs> and, uh, the building business that is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then we still need to do that that uh like room addition on the side of the studio for the yeah, uh, for the... The, the restroom facilities <laughs> oh well yeah fun. we have big plans big plans there's so much that's going to happen this studio is going to be you you know you can like almost live here
2: oh yeah yeah just be
1: podcasting 24 <laughs> 7
2: that is so cool it's super cool but anyway yeah hey um what I have you been up to?
1: Oh, many things. Many things. Yeah, it's it's that time of year, you know. It's things are moving right along and, and uh, plenty going on right now. Obviously, the kids have got kids are in school. The weather has been fantastic, like ridiculously good. Oh. We need rain really bad, so their threats of the drought are are back. And but luckily, we're you know they're getting snow up in the the higher elevations and and Mammoth and those places where we get some of the water that gets stored after the snow melts. And we need that, but we could sure use some water down here. So uh, that's a shame. But other I than that, we it's... something for nuts. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. I heard, that, I heard that they were going to build a, a pipeline between here and, and Sweden. You guys are yeah. going to make a deal with us. Yeah, no problem. It will just be really expensive. No, that's not a problem we got money over here in, in the states you know we're loaded it's just the economy's booming even after that rad stock market uh, crash that happened the other day and and then rebounds and i mean we got it going on <laughs> <laughs> good we got it going on you know oh that's great i've got, I've got my personal um you know informant to a danish guy who lets me know about the stock market so uh We often refer to him as Dirty Gert. Oh yeah. uh, Yeah, but that's we don't want to give too much away because he's got a, you know, a crazy story behind him. So we wouldn't want to let it out. We'll just say that maybe we'll get him on the podcast one day and he can tell us what's going on. But uh, he's he's a good informant. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. He's a pretty good guy.
2: Oh yeah. Cool.
1: Anyway, hey man, we had some like. Fantastic response and reviews over the last two podcasts with both Chris Holder and Kelly Inman last week too. They were super. And I I think it, it, things really did spike with Chris and his story is so amazing. You know, what he, how he grew up and it's fun to see this because, I mean, I get to hear it and see it all the time with him, but you guys are, are some of the listeners out there don't get to really know the, the finer details of, of what it was like growing up in, in the bush <laughs> and now you know so uh that and then you get a guy like kelly inman who and i he and i grown up from such a young age and hearing his whole story and the, the amount of love and and uh, effort that he puts into speedway over here is, it's ridiculous he's like we said you know it's like the other woman and uh, he he's just one of the best friends anybody could ever ask for and he's he's there on a drop of a dime so we're stoked those guys gave us the time and glad that you guys like listening too so it's all good uh, yeah. we have to say actually this episode has turned out to be a little different we decided uh last minute here that we were going to postpone the podcast we originally scheduled here with luke becker and we'll move that one to uh next week it's going to be pretty cool because luke's got a, a, an interesting little plan and what he wants to do for the future and i'm stoked that uh i can say that i've got to Listen to it and kind of help to provide a couple of helpful hints for them. So it's, it's pretty rad, but anyway, the reason why we canceled that one is the announcement of the Speedway of Nations, the new format for the, that's going to replace the world cup. Yeah. It's going to be really, really interesting. And I think this is probably something that the Sweden world has needed. The world cup hasn't, it's been good and it's been exciting, but also at the same time, it's been difficult for them to, to keep the attraction and keep the interest and keep the fan base following. So for, for numbers of reasons, it's, uh, perhaps it's, it's dropped off a little bit, but this, this idea of the Speedway nations, which has come from, from a person on the side that put it forward. And, and obviously FIM and BSI have put the final touches and built a really, really cool new format that I think is going to be uh fun to watch and see how it grows. So, uh, yeah, can can we tell something about it or how official is it? Yeah, no, no, it's fully official. They they launched it a couple of days ago, and we've received all the information about it. There's still it feels like there's still a few finer points that are, are being ironed out, but more or less it's done and dusted, and there's a new format on the horizon. So we, cool. Uh, how official. how will it work then? How, how... well. Basically, they've, the old World Cup format was based off sort of four riders. Uh, each team of nations, you should say, uh, from around the world would come with four riders and a reserve rider that would be, um, they'd be nominated and, and put out for the, for the series that they're going to have this team that will compete in the first in the qualifying races or, or semifinal events, as they call them. But then you could change your team later for, for the race off and then for the final too, if you wish. You just had to nominate like a group of riders in the beginning. These are the, the eight riders. Or I don't remember the exact number mm-hmm. uh, they would, they, they could use, they could play with. So that's kind of what they did before. And the reserve rider was not always allowed to be used at any time. Usually it was when somebody got injured uh, or once they made a replacement that it couldn't be changed back. It was kind of an odd, odd system. And they, they played with it a couple of times, but, now, this new system is more like what they call the old pairs format, the world best pairs, which is not a not a new thing whatsoever. But back in the day when I first went over to Europe and even before that, they had you had your world championship, the individual where you just rode for yourself. Then you had the World Team Cup, which was the team's events where it was, you know, a team of five guys or or uh, whatever the format was that particular year. And then they had the world best pairs event, which was two riders and a reserve rider. Then in case you needed to make a change, one guy was having a bad day or equipment failures or an injury, then you could bring your reserve rider in and he would cover for whatever heats needed to be done. And uh, but in time that's gone away. The best pairs event kind of faded out completely for one reason or another. And more recently you've seen, you know, since the Grand Prix has come around, things have changed a lot. This European leagues have grown so much, with with the racing in Poland and Sweden and Denmark and Czech Republic and all over the place the German leagues, so you're you're seeing a lot of of changes that have really complicated the schedules, the calendars. Not enough time to fit in races everywhere, oh, so yeah. the the best pairs event went away. But the last in recent more recent years, another cool, uh, promoting firm or marketing firm that is one sport out of Poland. They came up with another, brought the pair, the Speedway pairs back. They call it the Speedway best pairs. And they've basically were excited. They wanted to to re, uh, I say uh, reintroduce this format back to the Speedway world because it's, it definitely is exciting. Now, instead of having the old format with the world cup or world team cup, you had four riders in the heat one rider from each nation. So there would be every event was consisting of four different nations. And then this uh, best pairs event, you have two riders from each nation in every heat. So it could be two riders from America against two riders from Sweden, for instance. And that makes it really a real pairs kind of a team event all in all. So you're, you're out there trying to help each other to finish first and second in the heat to get maximum points, you know, three for first, two for second and wow. then one for third. But if you got, you know, obviously you get a 5-1, if you get first and second, or if you get first and third, you get a 4-2, or you get a 3-3 three three with a, you know, if you and your partner finish second and third. Mm-hmm. And you need to get those heat advantages to, to maximize your points and and win overall. But um, So the Speedway Best Pairs has been very, very influential, and I, I truly believe it's been a success. A lot of the sponsors that have been involved with it have come in heavy and. Created uh, teams as far as it's not nations anymore. It's just they've created a best pairs team. So for now, I've been writing for the Monster team the last couple of years, and then you've you've got teams that are uh, with different clubs from uh, or different uh, companies out of Poland from the Bowl team or the Echo Deer team and uh, the ones out of Germany too. It's it's been pretty interesting what they're doing, and I think it's uh, been very well welcomed. Now you have the World Championship coming back with the best pairs style oh. format and they will call it the Speedway of Nations so this is interesting because you have in motocross you have the motocross to nations which is a similar thing and they bring but they bring team events over you know, wherever the events going to be held you have the host countries yeah. and you get America and Germany and Belgium and Italy and Spain and France and you know Poland Russia you get lots of teams coming to join these events and it, the crowd following is intense so I hope that this will have the same effect. Now you have two qualifying, or what do they call it, race off events, yep. over on the 2nd of June and then the 8th of June. There'll be seven teams in each event. And then the top three, I think it was the top three, if I got my notes correct, mm-hmm. go to the, um, go into the final the final rounds, which will be over two days. And uh, we'll make a qu- an interesting final because then the host country which is poland this year they're seated directly to the final as it was in the in the world cup event too so that should be interesting to see you know i i, I kind of disagree with that part i wish that they wouldn't just seed the host country to the final because i think everybody should have to qualify anything can happen in those events however from a marketing standpoint i can see also that you know this year if if Poland is in the final it is not in the final and they're the host country i'm sure that that would have a massive effect on the attendance in the stadium which is uh yeah, it's, it is what it is sad but true and yeah they have to be guaranteed that the host country is going to be there and maybe you can like change that. that in the future too maybe maybe but you know i'm the writer i'm not the promoter i'm, I'm not the guy who makes all those decisions but as from a rider's perspective you you know it's nice when everybody starts from zero we're all chasing that one point you know and to get to get there in the end and to win overall from 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 start to finish is what it's all about it's uh, this is kind of being handing a final position and that could make or break it too because you don't get the qualifying and the racing together and the testing and all that stuff in in full race mode you don't get a chance to, to do that so you when you come into the final you got to be ready to go yeah I mean, a country like poland they have pretty strong team no matter what no matter who they bring in and with their reserve options that they have too and under 21 in the host country mm-hmm. they uh i think they'll they'll be a, a driving force anyway so looking forward to the the round in in uh, southern california in, the, in a couple of years time when they have it at industry racing or paris then we'll have a great chance
2: oh yeah <laughs> but this is quite a is quite a short event too isn't it? it it's i mean time-wise yeah pretty much they they have the two race
1: off events there it's it's all kind of still going to happen over a week like mm-hmm. they've they've done in the past so it you have two rounds and they one round will be in germany i'm not exactly sure if they posted where the second round is yet but then the finals will be in poland in the in Wroclaw in rock the the newly refurbished Olympic stadium that they had there. Uh, oh. That was originally built for the Berlin Olympics way back. But now that place has been completely revamped. It's unreal. Super, super nice. And uh, guys like maciek janowski he's a local rider there. And I'm pretty sure he's going to be in the, in the Polish team. Very, oh. very <laughs> sure, in fact. Um, so it's going to be uh, pretty cool to watch this. I-, I liked it in the beginning when they first started the World Cup. And they had it all over a week. It was all in one place. So you had, I think it was in Gdansk maybe the first year in Poland. And they ran, all the nations came to Poland for that week. They came to Gdansk. Everybody was was situated or stationed in and around the stadium. So the first qualifying day had, had the first four teams that competed against each other. And then two days later was the second qualifying day with the next four teams, which everything broke down to, Two teams qualifying to the to the race off. Two teams from each event qualifying to the race off, and uh, there was always the host country. I think was perhaps seeded right to the final then too. But everybody that race off in the finals, semifinals, race off and finals all took place in the same town and the same track, just different days in between. And I think from a spectator's point of view, that was awesome because. People could plan their holidays, their vacations, their their time to just travel to one place. You know what? We're going to go to Poland and we're going to be able to see every nation compete from and see the breakdown. We get to see the ones that almost made it, that made it with ease, that could have been a little bit better. And they get to see all the riders compete and they can stay all the way through the final. It works out over a week's time, basically. They get to see everything and perhaps even throw in an extra meeting in between that might have just been casually happening in another place. But then you have time for for you get a lot of speedway in there, you get a lot of sightseeing time. And it seems to make sense when you can just go to one place. You don't need to travel to two or three different places just to follow your team.
2: Yeah, that's I think fun. to turn that, that was one of the question I had because I think that's from a spectacle as you said, I mean that's a lot better. Just to have the vacation and you can visit a country and you can see the speedway and you can plan for it in another way so yeah for sure
1: yeah for sure i mean that's i think that the crowds have really been affected over the the last you know four or five six years by knowing that they you know they might go to support their team and the, the british team for example they have a call there's always there seems to be a race off or a semi final in england at some point or maybe even in sweden though everybody goes to that round and supports their team but then they got to go to probably Denmark or Sweden or Germany maybe or or normally it's you know there's a lot of races that take place in Poland because it's it's pretty popular in Poland anyway. So it's makes it very, very interesting for, for everyone. It's a guaranteed big crowd. There's gonna be a lot of excitement. The race off tends to be very light uh, on on the attendance during a, a, a round that might be in Poland, because Poland is not competing in the race off if they've qualified directly to the final. But you can see that affects it, but when it comes to the final, it's jam packed. There's not a seat in the house. You know, you, you gotta fight for a place and it's pretty it's pretty amazing to see that. But uh, it's still it's costly for people. But, you know, if you save up for a week and you know that I'm gonna do that round in England and support my team there and then I'm gonna fly to Poland when they if and when they make it to the final. So you if you can't book your trip in advance can be expensive so they want to think that they're going to make it to the to the final so do you book the ticket to the final and the race off in the final or do you just wait and see what happens and then hope to get a uh, a last minute seat somehow and and still get there so uh, I think it'd be more fun if you could book it knowing that I'm going to go to Poland to watch this event and I'm going to support my team if they go out in the first round well oh well I still get to see Speedway all week yeah so uh, at a at a reasonable price because you booked it in advance but uh, again this is my opinion and the event itself is going to be awesome i just like to see the uh, a little bit more thought go into it for for the fans sake so again i'm not the promoter
2: i'm just a writer and speaking my feelings that's good (laughs) Mm, yeah
1: that's right
2: but in in that case it would be more like a camp or like a jamboree or something so you can get to know more people and hang around with them and talk with the same guys that supports the same the same country or the same team totally and i remember when we had it in poland that year in
1: particular we had all our guys there and and i remember going to the different events together as a team and we'd sit in the grandstands as a team and we would discuss and watch the track and how the track was changing during heats and had a good time just enjoying people watching and Talking trash, you know, and all that kind of stuff. But it was it was awesome. Now you, it's not necessarily like that. Maybe in the race off you would, because it's going to be in the same city and the same and uh, in the same track the final is in the old system. But now you have things are a little bit different than they used to be. So it's a two day event, which is good, so the fans can still see a guaranteed two day event. But that doesn't mean that their team is going to get there from from the first qualifying day. Ah, oh,
2: true. We
1: And I'll probably have to eat my words at the end of it too, when they kill it in every round. So that's the hope that they're just going to have a massive, massive crowd at, at every race. And those people are going to follow to the, to the two round final. So it will be a success no matter what, it's going to be huge. I would just like to see it back to that day. Cause I think it was, there was something special about knowing you're going to go there and you're going to see every single team, uh, compete at this uh, at this event so but we'll see it's going to be big anyway and i'm looking forward to see how things materialize now and and uh, what kind of teams are going to be put together what pairings are they going to choose each club i sorry each nation because it's there's some strong riders out there and you take a, a country like poland who has a massive quiver of riders that, to choose from and and the same with reserves who do they choose on the day who's gonna who can hold it up the best and the same for you know Sweden, they got a number of guys there. Denmark's got quite a number of guys. And you get the countries like uh the US here who have, we've got a really good f- this makes it much more attractive for the for the American team. You look at the riders coming through and there's uh there's a little bit more strength and experience to to be played with. This year would in particular would be quite exciting because there's there's a lot of rumors going on for American riders in Europe. So and I hope that all follows through and, and we start to see finally start to see
2: a change in the uh the future for American Speedway. Yeah. And this is the eighth and ninth of June this year. <clears throat> and it starts up in in Germany. Yeah, it starts up actually the
1: first rounds will be the second, was it the second and the fifth, I think it was? Oh yeah. And then yeah, true. and then the finals, the the finals will be over the eighth june 8th and 9th and those are in poland at the olympic stadium there in broklov so it's going to be it's going to be awesome people have to keep their eye out for this because it's the racing will be intense that track that new track they built and everything is uh it it's it's really cool you never know what they're going to do for the for the track conditions uh because it's it's a home track so they can kind of tailor make it to the way they want it and uh that's always fun you get a guy like Marek just who's you know, probably the best team manager ever and not just team manager. He's a psychologist for his riders and he's, he's pretty darn good. So it's, uh, it's tough to beat that guy. He's got a quite an impressive list of gold medals <laughs> that he's gathered up over the years for all the team stuff he's done with his riders. So. But are you going to beat him? They're beatable for sure. No, they are beatable. <laughs> Absolutely. Everybody is. So uh, but it's going to take some, some extreme situations to do that. You're going to have to be on your game or they're going to be, have to be off their game to be, to be beaten. Oh, that's hard. That's right. But that's, that's right. That's what makes it cool. That's why everybody <laughs> wants to go there. You know, it's, <laughs> it's awesome. There's a lot. So like I said, once we get that, the, the world uh, speedway of nations set up yeah. here in the U S then it's going to be fun. I hope that that's going to happen one day too. That would be really cool. It will be. I hope. Yeah, so, yes. Speedway Nations. That's kind of like our
2: version of the Olympics.
1: Yeah. So people should
2: put in their calendar right now. 2nd and 5th of June. Yep. And eight and nine of June.
1: Yep. And I haven't seen the final draw for which countries are going where yet for those, those two 2 two race-off events, the 2nd and the 3rd.
2: Is but there a homepage
1: you can look at if you want to see it? Do you know that? Yeah. I think right now the best place to go to is the SpeedwayGP.com they have oh. most most of the speedway public should know that one if they don't they will now and um, you can get most of the information there but you know and uh, some of these international media channels now they've got so much information it feels like they know it before even speedway GP does <laughs> <laughs> That's Caparazzi. a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that that would be cool but there's a lot going on now. That's the big talk at the moment because everyone's been anxiously awaiting this this anticipated release of a new format and what they were going to do. So now it's out, and it's going to be really, really fun. Pretty cool that Monsters is involved still and going to going to back that whole series. And uh, I think they have some plans too to to help to to promote and push this. And there's always they're always bringing a couple of extra athletes along to to join in the show, which is really fun. So you never know who's going to show up. Ah, uh, that's
2: cool. Do you know when when uh, the riders are will, will be presented?
1: I can't answer that either. I don't know what, again, this is all still so fresh. I haven't received too much information. I got some official uh, memos sent in through, from our federation, and I've been talking with Lance King too, and Steve Evans about uh, some of the, the thoughts and plans that they're working on. But uh, still, everything is still kind of in a gray area. We don't know all the fine details, but it's going to be out soon and and i think people the, the talk is is starting to grow so while people are talking about it it's a good thing absolutely for sure oh, that's cool yeah and other than that you know it's the season is coming up quick it's coming up really quick it's amazing how fast the winter goes and i only <laughs> look out how, how long it's been already since you guys were here for your for your couple of weeks vacation it just feels like it's just you know snap of the fingers and
2: here we are. It's it's almost March. Yeah, <laughs> man, that time flies. It that's how it so, how are you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good. I'm feeling pretty good. I'm feeling strong. My
1: shoulders doing better and better. You know, the the official healing time is we've pretty much come to almost to the point where the doctors are saying it's you know they out they I think they pretty much say six months is the ultimate healing, and I'm in the five months period now so haven't been on the bike for you know hadn't been racing I should say competitively for six months so I'm anxious I'm anxious to to get out there and, and get the adrenaline going and feel the, the nerves and uh, that, that anticipation of the tapes going up it's, it's something special about that so I take it how you wish
2: yeah I heard something about smelling the fuel
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's right the smell of the the fuel and oil mixture with that burn it's you love it or you you. I can't say you hate it. You love it or you love it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that and throw a little bit of dirt in your hair, or maybe if you know if you drink a beer in the grandstands, hopefully <laughs> that you know by the time the race is over, you got a little bit of dirt left in there or in your in your glass of water, whatever you like. You know, everybody's different. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, but that's cool. So you're,
1: you're feeling ready. I'm feeling very ready and finally back. Like I said, back on the bike now and and testing myself and and trying to loosen up and get everything uh, strong and ready for for actual race time. So by the time the season comes around, I'll be, I'll be ready to go. So feeling good and, and really uh, working hard to, to be in good shape before the season starts. So shouldn't be any problem. Not by my means.
2: Nah. (laughs) Have you been out going sideways? Have you been on the bike? I get sideways every day. You know that. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I, I actually get out of bed on the left side. I throw it into a drift. I gotta turn left to get into the the shower or the brush my teeth in the morning. So everything's about going left, man. So I am sideways. Yeah, <laughs>
2: that's how it is. So,
1: that's right. Yeah, so I've I've uh, I've been been on the bike a little bit and and playing just you know feeling it out and probably the most interesting thing is you know I, I definitely want to make sure that uh i'm 100 percent before the season starts off but uh i don't see any i don't foresee any any issues at this stage so the the most crazy thing is you know that memory of of cardiff going into the corner and in the the practice there and the shoulder like hopping out going into the corner it was like so unexpected and you, you know you don't think it, everything felt fine and then it hopped out so easy by itself i remember just going whoa this is uh this is not good (laughs) this is not good so that that you know even my physical therapist said in this in with this injury that you've had i've never ever heard of anybody having an issue or been able to break you know the the procedure that they had just repaired nothing has happened they've had re-dislocations because of a hard hit or something like that but i haven't seen anybody actually have any issues just because of from the operation not being correct, or maybe you've done something wrong or slipped and it's popped out. So um, you will be good. You will be a hundred percent. They say 97 or 98% when they try to tighten everything up, but that's up to you to make that full recovery and get the full extension of the arm and all that. So if you want to be a hundred percent, you'll be a hundred percent.
2: Ah, that's cool. You just have to believe that when you sit on a bike, it's like,
1: ah, you know what? This lady from, (laughs) from Stockholm that I went to see, uh, for the, the therapy afterwards. And it's, uh, it's a place, Kapio in, in, uh, close to Sophia, in Sophia Hemet there in, in Stockholm. Oh. And there's a lady there that's, she is just awesome. You know, I, she something about it. And you walk in there, you, you know, when you start talking to her and she's just like a regular lady, just uh, a normal person all around. But when she talks to you and kind of, you get the hint from her voice that if you want to do this you can do it but it's gonna hurt
0: but ah. the hurt is good <laughs>
1: and then you go okay and I've been there for numerous times for for knee issues and and other shoulder and it's great because I can send an email and get a, a, an answer from her pretty quick and and I uh, guess it gives you a really good feeling of, of what you can do and what you can't do and you start to believe in it. You try to avoid surgery whenever you can because there is a way to make it strong without going under the knife. So that I like going there for that. So you, I know every time you go under the knife, you got to be out again and then they're going to open you up and what are they going to damage during the fix?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Not that that ever happens, but I had a great doctor there in, in Gothenburg who fixed me up too and, and now a good therapist. So I, I'm feeling pretty good. That's good to hear. Absolutely. So now it's putting everything together and the season's coming up. The racing calendars are complete for, for, for Poland, for Sweden, for the grand Prix now for the, the world, uh, I keep saying, I'm going to say the world cup, the speedway of nations. So we've got everything that's coming into place now and training matches have been lined up for the beginning. Uh, I should say the end of March. We oh. have a, we have a uh, photo shoot for, for my team, my new team in Poland, Stal Zazov and a presentation for them uh, coming up just past the middle of the month of March. So I think at the 18th, they're talking about as a, is an option. And then that will follow with some training matches with the club, with other teams that we'll be uh, testing ourselves and getting warmed up before the season starts. And that comes late, a little bit later in March. And then the Speedway best pairs is happening of course too, with the, the original, or this new Speedway Best Pairs, not the yeah. Speedway Nations, <laughs> which is uh, I'll be a part of with the Monster Energy team too, oh. myself and Chris Holder and and uh, Pavel So this is this will be a good a good kickoff to the year for us, and that's looking really looking forward to it. So there's a lot going on, and then we have a big mo- Monster Energy photo shoot too coming up around that same period. So they they tend to have an undisclosed location where we go and and do some pretty cool uh photos and things that they'll use for all their media and impress stuff throughout the year and, and i'm not sure where that's going to be sometimes it's just a random place out in the forest and sometimes it's a really cool club and sometimes it's in another country so we'll be uh, <laughs> waiting for the final thing and that's always fun because they they always step it up and make it really really exciting so no wonder people want to be monster athletes they they do some pretty rad stuff and it's uh it's a real pleasure to be a part of that team they really uh, take care of their guys.
2: Oh, that's good. So that's good. Yeah, cool. yeah. Uh, so no. yeah, yeah. That's all <laughs> part of the real
1: 45. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's so how we do it. Tell them how we do it. Yeah. yeah. So, so no, but I'm excited, and this, I keep coming back to Poland because this is, you know, a lot of people are talking about what's been happening, and I've I've taken a step uh, over to the second division in Poland. I'm not in the top league anymore. I chose to step out of that for my own reasons. And now I've taken on a new role in the, in the club in, in Zdziv, and they're in division two. And in the next three years, they want to be back up in the, in the extra league in Poland, in the top league, and, and be a, not just a team, chasing, the, you know, holding a spot in the, in the table. They want to be a team that's competitive and, in the, and can stay in the loop all the way through. So in this three-year deal, we're we're looking to try to make that happen, and I'm confident and positive that that we will. And I'm really excited because it's a new it's a new owner in the club who doesn't have much of a speedway background, but a very interesting guy and an investor and just an all-around fun guy uh, to hang with. He's just a regular dude and has. Developed a lot of love for the sport in a short time, and it's like, how does this work? How do how do we do this? How can we make this happen? And those are all the kind of questions that we like because uh, myself and Rafael, of, of my mechanic, there, we've you know, we've been in this together for a lot of years. We've seen been a part of and seen the the growth of Polish Speedway, and you know and now and now it's the top. The extra league is the top league for Speedway. Uh, everybody wants to be there. Everyone wants to be a part of it, and you know with with that with that comes the demand and comes the the, the pressure and all that stuff that goes with it and, and finally they're starting to to adjust that so that it's uh, it's a, a compromise between the, the riders and the teams and the, and the league so that's that's important it's got to be everyone's got to work together to make it work so uh, it feels like it's starting to move that way now and makes it much more exciting and the future for for Speedway overall looking looking bright so for me to have this role with the with the club and Ježov it's all about getting the right writers, you know with experience with with youth and the determination to win you don't need to have big names on paper you just need to have the names that that share the the interest and, and the similar goals and ambitions to to be good and i think you create a really good working environment that can do things that people quite often uh, don't believe in so you know, it's like business. Maybe it's the same. You seem you seem to have a pretty darn good group of guys in, in West Art there. Oh yeah. So, whenever I walk in there, the the mood is always cool, and everyone just the atmosphere and right up to your. I'm getting off the subject a little bit, not really. <laughs> yeah. But the approach okay. to walk in. <laughs> to walk into Stefan's offices, you know, people. Here's a plug, 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 plug. You go to if you're ever in Nortelia, if you're looking for a website or if you're looking for some some web help and yeah, yeah, whatever stuff. whatever you need, you got to stop by West Art because they have their location is right as you come into Nortelia, and it's uh, it's in a just as you pass the last roundabout where the motorway ends and you come into Nortelia, you got them pretty much right there on the left, right before the the Circle K. Yeah, and they're and in a good pretty, coffee. They have great coffee, the best coffee. <laughs> yeah, but to come up, they have this this like room that you walk up the stairs, and this room is like uh, these old style leather chairs, and got like a little like a little desk, like a drinks desk, kind of a little bar there that just makes you want to sit down. I don't smoke cigars, I don't smoke at all, but you just feel like I'm gonna sit here, I'm gonna grab a cigar, and I'm just gonna kick back, hook my feet up. And just have a think about what I want to do in here. And uh, this could turn into an afternoon or maybe a whole evening because you just feel so relaxed. And just the, the whole scenery of the joint, I, I, I can't put it in more. It's like from the 50s, I think. The, the, <laughs> the... Is that where it's from? I think so, and yes. It's it is so rad. I, we, we do this every time. Sometimes I'll come up and I'll press the doorbell to go in and then i'll just sit in the chair and wait for them to come and get me and i'm like right
2: at home you know it's all about getting in the mood to sign things (laughs) (laughs) is that is that how you start with a cigar and a a glass
1: of whiskey or something
2: (laughs) we have to celebrate (laughs) before because this is going to
1: be good so you put put like little whiskey jars on the table and just put apple juice in them so the guys come in there and yeah. Like so they yeah. They just <laughs> feel like they went through the mood, and like
2: it's, it's Friday every day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's how we do. it. Okay, but that's <laughs> a, something I want to ask you about because you have to be on top every every day, and you have you have been doing this for a couple of of oh, years now.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> how do you keep the the mood, or the I don't know how to say this in English, but the willing to to win the you know. Every, I mean, it's a lot of races every year and the years has been a lot now, or a couple of years anyway, and, you know, and you have to be the the one who who wants to win most every single race. You know,
1: yeah, this is quite the common question amongst many these days, and now you're asking me too. Come on. I'm
2: sorry, but that's something I want to know. I
1: want to win. (laughs) Uh, well hey you know that's the attitude if you want to win and uh, as as a good friend taught me too that uh, Jeff Haywood said that too don't you want to win so whenever I get to to that point I I have that phrase you know if you whenever you're thinking the chips are down or something's against me then you go don't you want to win then you you find the the necessity but that's not that doesn't always happen because I want to win anyway so (laughs) it's uh it's just in general, you know, it's, if I was going to go to work, I would want to win. If I got to get up at six o'clock every day and do uh, have my regular schedule, it doesn't matter. Cause by the end of the day, I want to know that I, not that I won, but I was successful in the day. However, I looked at it and you're going to have days that are going to be harder than others. And that's, I never try to have a bad day. I try to just have a day that was harder than the other day and, and look for something positive out of it what what i did that was probably not the most productive or not the best and how can i be better how can i be faster how can i be stronger how can i be a little bit ahead of the game how can i beat these guys and try to make positives out of everything that's just i've had good teachers i've been around good people you know fortunate i've surrounded myself with good people that as i keep saying but that's the key for me is i gotta have the right motivation around me and, and luckily as i keep saying too is i got a great wife who's probably my biggest motivator and the, the one who teaches me a lot whether she knows it or not it's i think she knows it yeah and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, so it's a mindset without a doubt everything is right i mean again i come back to you what you guys do at West started it, it's for me it's an inspiration to see how you react as, as a co-owner there in the company and how you react or interact with your employees and the guys that are there. It's You guys are there as a team and it takes It's the same in the racing. you got to be a team. you got to work together as a team. Maybe you you have your thing that you set up that you do with, uh, for, for a client or a new client or just a random idea, even like with this podcast or with things that I've done, I can come in and throw all kinds of ideas and stuff that might just be random that you guys don't do on a daily basis, but you can share that around and suddenly you get one or two guys in your group. that's, Hey, yeah, I got an idea about that or vice versa. It works really good. And I, you know, maybe you guys have hard days too, but still in the end, it, the best feeling for you must be what, every time that door opens that that guy walks in and he's happy to walk in that door. And if he's not happy, then why, or should he really be there? Maybe this isn't for him or this, he isn't for us and you have to find a way to make a winning team and that doesn't mean you got to win races that just means you need to try to be successful and we all want to be successful at something you don't go into something hoping to
2: fail right exactly i hope not (laughs) (laughs) no but it feels like if you i mean if you work in an office you can have a worse day and no one will know that in that kind of thing but I mean, you meet the press and you have to be on the track and you have to, it's every day. So the mind has to be always pointing at the right direction. And that's I something. Si- that- I signed up for it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like <laughs> that's for a- me, like it's part it's part of the game, right? So that for me, it's only about the racing, the press and the media and all that kind of stuff. They, uh, they can get to you, but it's only if, you let them get to you. All and right. Sometimes you, you play it. And a lot of guys play it more than others, as we know. But for me, I I try to look for good press and I give good press. And I talk to some of the journalists that I know and respect. And you guys know who you are out there. But the ones that I know and respect, I always give them the, the real meaning and the real honest opinion or, or truth behind things. Because I know that they're that's what they're going to print. And then, you know, the ones who are just looking for something that they can throw out there and and those don't usually get the whole story. So uh, I, I try to just, you know, I'm, it's not the main thing, but I, I've met so many, been fortunate to have met so many cool people and cool journalists over the years and that I've learned a lot from and I have a ton of respect for. So those are the guys, too, that they can they can send me a message late at night and say, hey, you got a minute? And the rest, the rest of them you wouldn't even respond to, right? So I, I'm stoked that I've got those kind of people. And vice versa, I can go back to them when I need help with something or, or have some some questions, you know? Yeah. So that kind of stuff is, you know, you, it's all, everyone's different in that way. But when it comes to winning, I just want to win. And when, I, when it comes to race time, I, I shut everything off. I don't need to worry about the press. I don't need to worry about who was standing in my pit and who I was talking to five minutes ago. Now I'm going racing. Oh, that's cool. And, and I just go racing and I do what I got to do. And then when the race is over, I have my minute of, of, of uh, you know, coming down and, and regrouping and reloading and downloading and, and then ready for the next race. It doesn't matter who comes in between. I, I guess I'm, I'm okay at dealing with that in, in many ways that people can still come up to me and I can just take a deep breath and deal with it for a minute and let it out and then just move on. So I don't often fly
2: off the handle. I don't know what that proves but uh, again we're all different <laughs> but I think that's something that all you guys that listen should should actually understand that it is a mindset because I think that's a lot of things that I learned from you since I met you and you and I asked you this the first time I think and now you're a freak too <laughs> yeah no <but> actually <laughs> no, it, yeah. it changed your life because you can wake up in a mood that you don't want to have or have or you know you don't you can't explain everything why, why you're in a certain mood. But if you just change it in your own mind, it's, some, it's nobody else that can help you uh, with that. And I think it's really cool. You know, that, that's cool. It's cool to hear that you, that you
1: say that, that I can influence someone like that too. But I, yeah, but I, I, I never thought about
2: it like that before. You know, it's everybody, it's all, it was always someone else's fault. You know, <laughs> you know this is this
1: is one true tactic that I learned from my wife for sure, and uh, that's I see how she is with our kids, mm-hmm. and when I look at that, and I think how I am and how I was as a kid, how I grew up, nothing nothing with how my parents did because I know they did everything they could to give me the right uh, tools and things to use to to get through things. But the tools that my wife uses with our kids are amazing. Even if they're having a bad day, she seems to know how to like get their mind out of that negative thought. And however she does it, you know, it might just come down to uh, should we go have a donut, (laughs) you know, and uh, have a talk about this. And it breaks the momentum, or it can just be here. Have some, have some carrots, or have a piece of fruit, or let's go. let's go for a walk, go for a bike ride. Let's go do something. It just breaks their, their concentration. And suddenly that's gone. That negative is gone. And then it will come, she'll come back to it and discuss it when they're in a better mood. And Mm -hmm. then everything goes smooth again. And she's so quick to, to figure that out and learn that. And that's something that I watch very quietly and I watch and I've learned and I've seen the effect it has. And we've got three boys and three are so different and, Probably the sometimes the hardest one to to break of it can be the oldest one. Because he's he's the first one. He's the one who we kind of rolled out the red carpet and didn't want anything to happen this and that and blah blah blah. You're trying to help him, you're trying to fix him. you're trying to do these things and protect him. And and then you look at the next one comes along and you're you're so you're different in one way because you think, oh, that's okay now, it's all right. You know, he'll be fine. He'll be this. And then the third one comes along. And it's like, come on, man, figure it out. <laughs> so you like, um, get up. You're okay. You're not hurt. You're this, and But their personalities are all special in that way, too. So seeing how my wife has watched and learned and found her tools that she uses for each one of them. And sometimes you feel like, gosh, that was kind of, I think that was kind of hard. But suddenly the kid is like, yeah, it's gone. Uh-huh. They don't sit, they don't dwell on it. They don't think about it. And then everything's cool in the house awesome. again. That's amazing. Uh-huh. It's amazing. And I, you know, I learn from it all the time. So, uh, you know, people know I'm very fond of my wife, thankfully. And uh-huh. uh, for more than just being a, a great person, she's she's an inspiration at the same time. So
2: I have to say it. Yeah, you should. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so,
2: so I'm going to be, uh, I feel like I'm being your wife now. Oh, my second <laughs> wife listen,
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it's that, always
2: going back good. to the Speedway is the second wife <laughs>
1: that's right exactly <laughs>
2: <laughs> thanks Kelly
1: <laughs> we're so much like <laughs> that's how it is
2: <laughs>
1: so, oh, so that, it's cool though but you know it's, it's racing it's how we everyone's got to choose their path and make it work so uh, for me it's working it's worked out okay so far and We'll see what the future holds. It will be great. For sure it will be, right? No matter yeah. how we look at it. It's going to be really great. Yeah.
2: It is. So this is maybe the the end of the podcast with a great lesson. It's a mindset. It's a mindset. And
1: uh, <laughs> now you know why we, you know, we have to title these things.
2: <laughs> oh, it's a mindset. <laughs> it's a mindset. <laughs> it's, a, it's the truth.
1: But yeah, this is it. Yeah
2: that's it so yes. thanks again for listening and be sure to tune in next time next week for a closer look with luke becker the kid is determined and ready to go big things ahead.
1: it's gonna be great he's yeah that
2: that one's inspirational so uh, it's gonna be cool listen up guys yeah listen to the real Fortified podcast on podbean itunes Acast. be sure to follow us and share us and rate us to on the social media and have an awesome day you got it, guys. Have a good one. Green to win. Woo! Yeah, I mean. <laughs>
0: Welcome to Real 45 with Stefan and Greg Hancock. We vibe out and have real talk, so tune in and check this out. Yeah, today is a new day. Let's seize it now and get hype. We talking about our careers, our family, and just life. Yeah, Share my story with you, inspiration like every day. Real 45, we gon' keep it live. I keep episodes on replay. Hey, Real 45. Yeah, Real 45. Show them how we do it, man. Yeah.